0: Tandem Nomads episode 285. So, you might have a business that's growing right now. Your revenue is growing, clients are coming in, it's exciting, it's fantastic. But yet, although you feel very excited about it, you can't fully enjoy it, either because you're too stressed or too overwhelmed. So, if that's you, let me share with you here some tips that will hopefully help you to make the shift you need to completely thrive in your business. Hello and welcome to Tandem Nomads, the podcast show and entrepreneurship platform where you can find great inspiration and resources to grow a successful portable business that is aligned with who you are and your lifestyle. This is your host Emel Teraghi. I'm a business and marketing coach and the founder of Tandem Nomads. Today, I want to talk to you about business growth and some of the flip sides that might come with it and that you might be experimenting with as well. In fact, when we start a business, one of the first things we look forward to is to start making real money, to grow our revenue, to have lots of clients through the door and to really see the impact we make for our clients and our community. And this is so exciting when it happens. However, sometimes it also comes with some discomfort, overwhelm, stress, and in some cases, even burnout. So, whether you are in that stage right now where you're growing your business, feeling excited, but it comes with a lot of discomfort for you, or you're not yet there, I hope that this episode will bring you some inspiration to know how to handle this stage and prepare for it if you're not yet there. In fact, I can tell you from my experience working with so many clients and talking to so many of my peers, as well as my own personal experience that I will share with you a bit later, it is not as uncommon as you might think to struggle, particularly while growing a business. It is something really common, but we don't talk about it very often. Growth can come with huge amount of discomfort. And I think the biggest thing that happens often is to just be surprised by it and not realizing it. And because of those challenges that come along the way, we don't even stop to actually celebrate the growth we're going through because it comes with so many challenges and hurdles. So my biggest message before even I start talking about this is make sure that you are pausing and celebrating your wins, celebrating your growth, celebrating this amazing results you're getting, even though it doesn't feel yet completely comfortable, make sure to embrace that big growth that you have been making, that you created. I think this is so important to start from there. So there are different scenarios but also reasons that explain the why some entrepreneurs feel really overwhelmed, stressed, and sometimes even burnt out, as I said, when their business grows. And the first one for me is really important because I think it's very often overlooked when we talk about business growth and when I go to conferences where big startups talk about the struggles of growth and all of that. The first thing that I wish I heard more of was the challenges around the mindset and the psychology of the entrepreneur. We overlook so much what's happening in our subconscious mind around our journey of business growth as a person and as an entrepreneur. In fact, When we are an entrepreneur, it's so difficult to separate the person from the business. We are the driver of the business. So our psychology and our mindset is driving the business growth. So as much as that psychology and that mindset was super powerful to take the business to the next level, it might also be triggered with some aspects of growth. And I actually experienced that myself. This is why I feel like it's a very important topic to bring forward. And I don't want to spend too much time around that because we could do thousands of episodes around that. And I'm not a psychologist. But I can share with you my own experience. I actually made a whole episode about this that I can link to the show notes of this episode. But in around the end of the year 2019 to 2020, my business took off like big time and I was really excited about it and really happy however something was going on that was really hard to explain but I found myself sabotaging myself in many ways in my business and just not being consistent with certain aspects not following up on certain big things and I was really noticing this is just not the way I usually behave and I also felt a little bit sad a little bit almost ashamed of my growth. I wouldn't even celebrate it and it wouldn't even feel good to celebrate and I couldn't understand that. It was just so weird to me and thankfully I referred to my coach about that and talked to my peers about that and I realized I was also not the only one going through that. But one of the great resource i can recommend to you that can explain really well what is this phenomenon that happens and it turns out that it's something very common that the author of the book explains very well and the book is called the big leap i highly recommend this book if by any chance you can relate to this um, situation where you feel like you're sabotaging yourself that your mind is not where it should be although you're having amazing growth. So this is something that I would share with you in the show notes of the episode as well. But the first reason is to understand maybe some of the things that we're not even aware of in our psychology, in our relationship with success, with growth, with money, that can impact how we show up in our business. So if you identify with this issue, then I highly recommend you to check out this book. The author is Gay Hendricks and the book is The Big Leap. By the way, I'll be sharing a few resources here. So if you want to find them easily, go to the show notes of this episode on tandemnomads.com slash 285 and I'll list them there for you so you don't have to worry about losing your notes if you're driving or doing something else while listening. So again, just about this whole psychology and mindset in general, what I want to say here is just pay attention to your thoughts, pay attention to your beliefs and how they're interfering in your journey to in growth, in a situation of growth. So that's the first reason and background and situation where I think this happens a lot. But the second most and this one is really common and we heard a lot about it. It's when we have a business model as a business that suddenly is not sustainable for scaling. And this is a typical issue that a lot of startups have is when suddenly they reach a certain peak and then their infrastructure but most importantly their business model is not helping them really scale. But this is also a situation that a lot of solo entrepreneurs and small business owners have. They're attracting a lot of clients but suddenly they just can't manage all the demand, which is a fantastic issue. It's an amazing place to be, right? When you have a lot of demand, but you struggle to take them on. There are ways to actually fix this. And it is starting by looking at your business model, which means looking at your packages at your offers looking at your pricing but also looking at your onboarding process how you are onboarding clients to get access to your product or service this is really important to look into because that is also when your business model is not fitting to that business growth that's when suddenly a lot of overwhelm comes in and then The other situation is, for instance, when your marketing and your content strategy is not fitting to your business and suddenly it feels very overwhelming or simply it just doesn't feel like it's fitting anymore. So here I have a great episode with Sunday Bean, who is a solution-oriented coach and intercultural strategist, who I find was a great example of how the marketing suddenly is not fitting to that business growth and a little bit of a mixture of psychology as well, where suddenly the entrepreneur doesn't feel like she or he or they are in line with that business. And I'm actually going to share with you a quick Uh, little snippet of that great um, episode that I had with Sunday where she explains this phenomenon when your marketing is not aligned with your business although you're growing. Here is a very short snippet of what she had to share about that that I found really really well Explained. There was an internal transformation that was going on. The best analogy I have is how lobsters grow. They are in their shell, they're doing their thing. And all of a sudden they get uncomfortable because they're growing and their shell gets too tight. There's no reason to change and everything's fine, but then their shell gets too tight. So they go behind a rock and they rid themselves of their shell. They regrow a shell that fits the growth. For me, that was my process where I was like, hey, I'm a lobster and everything's fine. And all of a sudden I'm like, oh man, this is feeling tight right now. And what do I do? And it's terrifying to feel that fleshy vulnerability without the shell. That's the best analogy of how I physically experience that process. The same analogy could be used sometimes when it's about the sales and promotional strategies we have in the business that can sometimes feel disaligned with where we are in our journey. And that's a little tricky one because if your business is growing, it means that your sales and promotional strategies are working, right? And we'll talk about some things you can do and not do re- regarding that, but I just think that That's also something to consider in the list of reasons that can lead to not feeling aligned. For example, a lot of people are feeling right now super, super overwhelmed with launching online, running webinars, and I completely see that happening. I've been through that as well. So it's really important to also, even when things work in terms of sales, to make sure to make the smart decisions, whether you want to continue that way. But then what does that mean in terms of your own sanity, in terms of your own mental health, in terms of your own physical health? What can you do to continue to do what's working without hurting yourself? Or what can you shift? And we'll talk more into details there. But I know that that's a tricky one when we actually don't even align with the way we sell, um, even though it really works well. The next reason that can lead to that is when our systems and working methods don't fit anymore to the size of the business to that growth and that's related also a little bit to the business model but I really want to focus here with the systems you have in place your work methodologies how you actually onboard clients communicate with clients manage your files manage your product or services manage your production manage all the back-end systems of your business whether it is in the production field in the delivery field or even in the marketing and admin and back office management. So this is what happens a lot when we grow a business. What worked before is a very small business with not a lot of revenue. As soon as a lot of clients start coming in, it means that we need to change our systems, either by automating or delegating or completely revamping as well how we are working. So here I do have a book to recommend if that's the situation that I love and changed everything for me. Um, It is called Clockwork by... Mikhailovich. I forgot his name, I'm sorry, but clockwork, I will put the link of the book in the show notes of this episode. So if you're in that situation where you feel like you need to automate better, you need to delegate, you need to know what only you should do and what can you delegate, then this is a great resource for you. On top of some of the tips I will share with you just shortly. Before I do that, I have a final point of the reasons why people get overwhelmed when they grow their business, is when their support system is not fitting to their journey in the business. Very often especially as a small business owner when we start we do this from home and we do this while managing all the other chores of life and I know especially stay-at-home moms and now more and more stay-at-home dads. I'm really excited by the way to let you know that I'm seeing even in my business more and more clients who are stay-at-home dads who are running their businesses while raising their kids and staying at home which I find fantastic. Anyways just a side note that really makes me excited to see that gender roles are really shifting but very often when we're managing our businesses from home that business is working when we get started because we don't need a lot of resources but as soon as the business grows that support system is not fitting in anymore so it's really important to start looking at how you're managing your own time as an entrepreneur your own bandwidth and your own boundaries making sure that you're creating your support system is very important i also have a whole episode about that if you want to dig deeper into it, and I will put it in the show notes of this episode. But I want to make a side note about this last point, a little bit connected to all the points I've shared here, is when we're growing really a multiple six-figure business, let's even say a multiple seven-figure business, The stakes are really high, right? And that's sometimes where people get burnt out because they know that the stakes are so high that they can't sacrifice their business and lower their workload or make big shifts in their business when there are some big financial stakes there. When cash flow and having cash flow is really important because indeed, even if we're growing our revenue it doesn't mean necessary that our profit is there and that our cash flow is there. So that's a whole other topic that I'd love to talk about in a deeper thing. But I also have another episode with a financial strategist where we talk about that as well, that I will share in the show notes of this episode. So for me, The tips I'm going to share with you now are hopefully going to help even in this case. But I do realize that the bigger the financial stakes are, the more difficult it becomes to actually be able to continue to grow while making sure that we don't burn out. So in any case, being mindful of that is super, super important. So please make sure that you are considering your priorities, considering also how you are doing business, even through growth, so that you don't burn out. This is such a big topic for me. So now I'm going to share with you very quickly some of the steps and processes I use to help my clients who are in that situation, who are growing, but they're not feeling, they're feeling stressed. They're just not even able to enjoy their growth, enjoy the amazing place where they are in their business. So the first step here on top of celebrating, as I said before, is to look at first what's working. What is working in the business that you want to continue to do? But here you're going to have to be very honest to yourself. Look at what is driving results. And among the things that is driving results, make sure to also be very honest and looking at those things that are driving results, but are not working for you, although they're driving results. And I know that that's a place where we need a lot of courage sometimes and sit down very carefully and evaluate whether we want to continue that or not. But in any case, when things are working, And hopefully they're working and not overwhelming you. That's the thing you want to keep to continue doing, right? But here is the trap that I've learned in my own business is that sometimes... The thing that's working used to be in our zone of growth. It used to be that thing that pushed us outside of our comfort zone. And as soon as we start doing it and become more and more used to do it and it generates results and we are consistent with it, at some point it becomes your comfort zone. So it's very important that as you grow in your business, you pay attention to what's becoming your comfort zone. Because maybe that is actually why you're struggling, because you're trying to do the old way, something that needs to be done differently now that you're in another stage of your business. The things that in your brain and subconscious might have felt like really necessary, really important, might not be important anymore. All the things that felt like really, really successful and working really well, if you pay attention and really analyze in details, you might ask yourself, is it really, really working? For instance, with one of my clients, it was about changing the channels this person was using. This channel was one of the social media channels like Instagram. And we realized Instagram was working really well for her in terms of getting used to it, although it was very difficult. But at some point realizing, okay, this is not where my ideal clients are. I'm attracting another type of clients So if I want to continue to grow and have energy to put in other strategies to get faster into my ideal clients, I need to let go of Instagram as much as I got used to it and love it. And honestly, it's a very hard place to be, to have to let go, which leads me to the second point. Once you know what's working and what you can keep doing, the next step, and honestly, if there could be one only tip I want you to keep from this episode that has made a huge difference for me, is this second tip. Ask yourself this question. What do I need to let go of? For example, for me in 2002, 19, I think, or 20, I'm not too sure. But there was a big, big, huge decision I had to take, which was letting go of one of my biggest programs, which was called the Business Idea Accelerator. And it was so hard to let go of it because I loved it so much. And the impact and it worked. The success stories of this program was amazing. I got to create it with a great friend and partner, Sunday Bean, that I mentioned previously. And I loved being able to have somebody else in the business to work with. It was working, however, it was not allowing me to expand my business. It was, although it was generating a lot of revenue, it was energetically keeping me stuck in working with people who were still looking for their business idea, whereas I wanted to work with people who already had a business idea and with businesses who also were already established and that's where I felt like I could bring even more of my special value to help these businesses and where I felt is where I could make the even more impact. So that was really difficult to let go of but since I did I could finally boom my business and start focusing all my energy on where I could make the most impact where I wanted to make the most impact and reduce that feeling of Overwhelmed that I was honestly experiencing through the process of trying to juggle all those programs that I had. It is so important that you realize that there are some things in your business that worked before and that it's now time to let go of. So ask yourself this question and be brutally honest with you, but also have the courage to make that decisive step of letting go. And I know it's not easy. But it's really important once you know that this is what needs to go. I like to get inspired by other industries than the ones I work with and my clients work with to find inspiration to grow. And for me, software companies are very interesting because there are companies who have to evolve fast. They have to constantly evolve and they have to constantly let go of certain things and even the things that are working. For instance, I started using a software called Podcast Websites, and now it has a complete different name called Captivate. And these are the tools that I use for podcasting to host my podcast. And I've been an early, early adopter of podcast websites. I was actually part of the first batch of this startup. And I was watching how they actually made their offer evolve and even their software evolve, although it was working. And... I could see how of a big disappointment it was for me to have to readjust my system to get used to a new way of doing things. And they did a great job at communicating, giving us a little bit of time to get used to it. But they took the risk to change things around because they knew that as they were growing, they needed to change to be able to take their business to the next level, but also to be able to serve us as the market was evolving, to bring us the best solution as the market was evolving. So even though as a customer, I was not happy about the changes, just because I'm aware about this, I actually realized that they were doing this so that I could have the latest evolution that I needed to also be on top of my market in podcasting so with good communication and also step-by-step processes and a good transition period you can make those big changes as well in your business which leads me to the third important point for me and that i love actually about entrepreneurship and that i always want to remind my clients and myself about is be a visionary in your business and not just an executor The moment you start becoming a real entrepreneur, the moment you start becoming successful on the long term is when your mind is not just in the day-to-day business, is not only in managing the day-to-day tasks of your business, but thinking long term, being a visionary, having The long-term vision so that you can start adjusting your business before even you get there. So that you can prepare your business for the future and the evolutions of your market. This is so important. And here I have another great book for you that I will also put in show notes. It's called Rocket Fuel and it's amazing. It's really an amazing way to look at how you should think of yourself as an entrepreneur to remain the visionary of your business and know how to build a team and also know how to find the right partners in your business so that you can focus on the vision and slowly and slowly delegate those parts um, that you don't need to do anymore so that you can think long term and innovate and be present and be focused on the growth without having to be overwhelmed by the mundane tasks of your business and the last point that for me is really important I talked about letting go before but now the last point is about making the pivots and starting to implement them so there's it's one thing to let go it's also another thing to actually decide to make things differently, to do big shifts in your business, just like Sunday Bean shared the big shift she made in her business. And I can also share with you, for example, in my case, I completely changed my business model in 2020 by shifting my programs, but also shifting my ideal clients and shifting my offers. A lot of new offers that I had to start creating and implement and test. So that was a part of implementation, it was a part of turning that vision into implementation. So once we let go of the old, the next phase is to actually implement the new and make those pivots that are necessary for you to build a business that can grow without you getting stressed and overwhelmed. This is the part where you make those changes. This is your part where you take action. And to finish this episode, my biggest message here that's related to this final part is to know that here is what I believe in. As much as I started this business focusing on helping people build a business that's portable so that they can live on the move, what I'm really focused now, even more than just the portability of your business, is helping my clients making sure that they build the business that they want and that is aligned with their lifestyle. And what you need to know to be able to do that is that it's your business. You get to design it the way you want. So as long as you have the courage to make some of those shifts that we talked about, but also the clarity on what's working, what's not working, and the honesty to face where you're stuck and address it. And if you can't do it on your own, getting the help you need and investing in it is really key. So remember, it is your business. You can design it the way you want. We live in a time where you can actually do that. You don't have to work for your business. Your business should work for you. So I hope that this episode was helpful for you. I can't wait to hear your feedback. Let me know how you resonate with this episode and these tips. What have you implemented in your journey as well that might have worked for you? But if you're feeling stuck, if you're in that situation where you're growing your business, you're creating great revenue but are struggling because it's just too overwhelming that don't hesitate to reach out but also know that I offer a 90-minute strategy session to help you reflect through this process and come up with some solutions that can help you. So if you're interested make sure to check in the show notes of this episode the link of my strategy session where you can have all the information and if you have any questions you also find there my information to contact me. And before you go, make sure to find all the resources that I mentioned in this episode on tandemnomads.com slash 285. I can't wait to hear from you and support you in turning your challenges into great opportunities.